What's going on, everyone? It is your favorite night, our favorite night, Pine Saturdays. I'm your host in one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host in the other half of Team Cool Dads, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much, man. I'm just currently driving. Are you, You're cruising. Is, and it's snowing there in, in Denver, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm currently cruising. Uh, and I'm not just driving my Tacoma. I'm driving the bandwagon for the Washington oh. <laughs> football team, my boy. The, I, le- I legit thought you were driving. I'm like, is it no. is it safe to do a podcast? Well, I, I, like so many things go through my mind in that moment. It is. It, it is absolutely not safe, but it is safe to say I am the driver of the Washington football team bandwagon, making the playoffs, baby. Let's go, Cowboys this Let- week. Let's get it. Listen, you guys heard it here first on Pine Saturdays. There's a lot of things that you've heard here first that have come true. Is this going to be another one? Let us know. Hey, a poll is going to have to come out with that bold statement, Jack. We got to oh, drop a sure, poll after sure. the pine. Got got to beat Dallas, man. Got to take care of business. That being said, man, ready to pop a top. Get into these scoops, my boy. Is the is the hashtag of the week hashtag beat Dallas? Oh, for sure, beat Dallas, baby. Let's hashtag, go. We want hashtag- Dallas. Hashtag beat Dallas Bay. Meanwhile, over here in Giants country, it is called, uh, we like to see hashtag DRFTSZN draft season, baby. Draft season. Let's get hey, it. Hey, Jack, we have some awesome toppings. We have some awesome scoops. Just an overall phenomenal pint tonight. You ready to kick this thing off? Let's get it, man. Let's go. All right, guys. First up on our toppings for the night. I love this first one that we have because uh, someone that's very near and dear to my heart, former New York football giant. Michael Strahan is heading to space. Jack, I got a question for you. You have a choice to go to space or the WFT wins a Super Bowl. Which one are you choosing? Brother, I'm choosing the WFT winning a Super Bowl all, all day. Didn't he have to think about it? I, I have no desire to go to space, man. Like <laughs> You didn't even I, blink, bro. I have no desire to go to space, but I have every desire in the world to see a Super Bowl team in my lifetime. Look, they've won since I've been alive. I just, I was too young. I, I need to see it with my own adult eyes. So Washington football team all day, baby. Winning a Super Bowl. All right. You guys heard it here first. That's Jack's choice. Second topping of the night. So they just dropped a reboot of the Sex in the City, Jack. I know myself, I wasn't a fan. I, I didn't watch the first one. Did you watch the first one? The original one? So this this reboot is like a, the original for me, buddy. I've never yeah. watched it. <laughs> so in, apparently this reboot is 10 years later right so it's it's showing their their families where they uh, are 10 years after the original one stopped so here's the crazy thing bro mr big apparently one of the biggest stars on the show dies right away and guess where he dies jack he dies on a peloton after riding a peloton if i'm a, if i'm the ceo of a company i'm wondering wh- what's up with this ad placement what are your thoughts on it jack is this terrible ad placement or is it just gonna blow over no, nah, I think that's yeah. In terms of product placement, that's that's awful, man. Like, come on, dude. You don't want people associating riding a Peloton with uh, with death because of Mr. Big or whoever whoever he may be. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm a Peloton owner, man. It seriously has me thinking about returning my Peloton. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that being said, hey, if I was Peloton, I'd be writing up the creators of Sex in the City. And being like, hey, what the heck? I, I hope that they got approval to have the bike in, in the show, but who who knows, man? We'll see. I'm sure we'll see some some more stuff come out about this. Third and last topping of the night, there's a TV show called Married at First Sight. Couple was married at first sight, divorced shortly after. So the first question I have for you, Jack, are we surprised? And the second question I have is, 
What would happen if you married Brit at first sight? Am I surprised? No. Absolutely not, man. You you can't meet someone and and, and instantly create a create a uh, bond with them and, and get married and expect that relationship to last. Look, if Brittany had married me at first sight back when I was in my twenties, probably not not the best uh, situation in terms of uh, a long term relationship, only because you know you you got to take the time to get to know someone and kind of understand who they are as a person. But that being said, from my viewpoint. It would have been very beneficial for me to, to lock down a solid woman that would eventually be the mom to my to my kid. I don't know how much she would have appreciated me back then. Though. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't as mature as I am now farting in the living room. <laughs> and we've now have toots on a third straight episode of Pint Saturdays, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Starting to become a thing. It's becoming a thing. I think we got to keep it rolling. We got to drop a toot every single episode. But I 100% agree with you. Uh, I think the same thing. Hey, if we may, if I if I if I had the opportunity to marry Janet at first sight, uh, I hit a home run because that's a great that's a great get right there, right? That's that's a phenomenal decision. But again, for her, it's a little dicey, you know. <laughs> so I, oh, absolutely. I, I have to agree with you, and you guys have heard us here in the past. We definitely outkicked our coverage, so to, to, to get the opportunity to outkick our coverage uh, at first sight, hey, that's a win-win. Yeah, brother, it's like winning the lotto, man. You don't pass that up. 100%. All right, Jack, are you ready to hop in to the first scoop of the night? Let's get it, man. Let's do what we do. All right, Jack, so I'm going to drop some alarming stats. Are you ready for these stats? Oh, boy. Let so, on well, me. Let, let, let me rephrase this. So I'm going to drop some stats, and I want you to tell me who this quarterback is, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is over uh, the first 12 games of their NFL careers. QB rating, one is uh, – I'll give you the first one. QB rating, 72.3. Pass yards, 2,500. Nine touchdowns, 10 picks, and their record is 2-10, and 10, okay? The other quarterback is a 90.1 QB rating. 2,800 pass yards, 18 touchdowns, four picks. Let me let me let that 18 touchdowns and four picks, and uh, they're currently at 500 at six and six. So one quarterback is the former number one overall pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and the other quarterback is a quarterback that was traded for a late round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles in Gardner Minshew. Jack, whose stats are whose? I know not, this. I know this I, only because I know Trevor's record. So Trevor's got the the first stats that you read that uh, do not sound like a number one pick, and Minshew has the stats that certainly sound like uh, he could have been the number one pick in the NFL draft. So I mean, that's kind of shocking, right, to hear those numbers and then and then uh, knowing how it all played out. I mean, obviously, it's alarming. Yeah, it really is, man. You hope that you hope that Lawrence can turn around i think we've talked about him a lot i think there's a ton of potential there but but i don't know what's going on i keep on expecting him to like string together a couple good games and it's just like every time i'm i peep his stats it's like 120 yards zero touchdowns on a pick it's like wait, yeah what? every week where i'm expecting him to have that breakout game it just right. never comes it, I, I don't quite understand it and at first you can blame it on you know he's new to the league team chemistry Maybe the offensive play callings uh, not that great. Bad team around and right. There's a lot of excuses, but at some point you have to elevate your play 
uh, especially being the former number one overall pick. That's a huge – I mean, you're number one overall. You're expected to come in and be a game changer. And, well, unfortunately, this year he hasn't been. Yeah, that's let's not lose, uh, lose sight of the fact that when he was drafted number one, he was considered generational, man. He was up there with, like, Andrew Luck and, yep. like, these guys that come in and do transform a locker room and a team. And he just hasn't done that. I mean, I don't even think the Jaguars – are that bad in terms of the sense of talent on offense. Agreed. It just hasn't looked – he hasn't produced the way I was anticipating. I mean, I watched him at Clemson, Clemson as a, as a uh, freshman beat Alabama in the national championship game and cooked them, like fried their D. And we know Bama, their D is constantly producing NFL their, stars. Their D is a borderline NFL defense every year. Yeah, yeah. So when you watch that from a kid that was 18, 19 years old, and then you you see kind of just how his whole collegiate career plays out in terms of how successful he was and really only losing in the national championship. Yeah, I was, I was honestly expecting him to come in and kind of set the league on fire. I expected bumps, but... I did not expect those stats that you just read off, man. I would, as a Jaguar fan, I guess I would still be optimistic, but I would be like, all right, he has to, he has to start playing better, right? Maybe, I mean, ultimately, maybe it comes down to the coaching situation there. Maybe Urban Meyer is failing him. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely alarming though. At this point, though, I'm still not worried about it. I still think he's going to have a breakout game at some point. But it is alarming. I, I will tell you this, though. I believe that Gardner Minshew is a starting quarterback in the NFL, and I think he needs to he needs to continue to get the hey, opportunity. Hey, I think Gardner Minshew put uh, Jalen Hurts on notice. With well, that did, game. Hey, hey, do you remember in a pint Brother, that we like, spoke about that like the hey, second pint? Yeah, second or third pint. We talked about it when they made that trade. We were like, better hope he doesn't get on the field because one thing I know about Gardner, he makes play. He play, he, he plays, man. Like he makes plays. He's passionate. Did you see that? Did you see the video of him and his dad after the games? Games? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. yeah. He he uh he was excited just to be able to play again, and he went out there and he balled, and it was cool to see that moment between him and his dad. It's hard not to root for 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 a guy yeah. like that. Yeah, and his mustache game is uh, exceptional. In case yeah, everyone man. out there does not know, you guys may not know this, but there has been times where myself and Mister Jack McMullen have grown out stashes. Um, at various times, and I will tell you this: Jax is always better than mine, but mine yeah, yeah. always gets an gets a gets an A for effort. Absolutely, man. We're still the stash bros. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Moving on to the second scoop of the night, Jack. Did we see quite possibly the worst possible time to celebrate in an NFL football game on Thursday Night Football in the game between the Steelers and the Vikings? We did, man. It, you're you're. You're spot on. It, it, it was uh, quite possibly one of the worst situational awareness I've ever seen from a player. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah, so so in case you guys didn't see it, uh, Chase Claypool, wide receiver for the, for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, after they made an incredible comeback in the game, they had, a, they had an opportunity to potentially win the game. And with around 42 seconds left in the game, he got a first down and proceeded to do the first down celebration opposed to trying to get to the line to spike it to save time. And it cost them uh, – it cost it, it, it been attributed to costing them multiple seconds. So my question for you, Jack, is as a Steelers fan or just a football fan in general, how fired up are you? Oh, I'm super fired up, man. These are the type of games that, you know – 
you probably shouldn't win because they were getting blown out and they and they make an incredible comeback and put themselves in a position to win. And you're going to lose because you have no situational awareness. You're going to lose because of the TikTok generation that's too worried about themselves and celebrating than being in the moment. I mean, come on, man. It's it's a team game. Like get, You're supposed to hustle back, get the ball at the hash, and clock it. Like This would never happen with Larry Fitzgerald, an, an ultimate pro. But this is the TikTok generation, man. These are the guys that are on their videos dancing and stuff like that. Him and Juju. These guys are self-centered, bro. It's unfortunate. Um, and, and and then he proceeds to, after the game, when they're interviewing him, he, he placed blame on the offensive lineman who was trying to get his attention and get the ball to bring it back so they can clock it. I guess when he reached for it, it knocked it out of his hands. He blamed them losing uh, more time because the offensive lineman knocked the ball out of his hands. He takes no, he took no um, – what's the word I'm looking for, Josh? He took uh, no accountability. No accountability, exactly. He took zero accountability, which is what you would expect from somebody from that generation. You know, they never think they're wrong. It's just – it's a bad look, man. Like, look, you screwed up. The, at, at the press conference, you should have said, hey, that's on me, brain fart. My bad. I'll do better. You don't point, yeah. point a finger at your teammate. Come on. That's 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 super lame, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm fired up. One, I'm fired up it happened. And then two, I'm fired up if I'm listening to the press conference and he doesn't take accountability and he's blaming the offensive lineman who's ultimately just trying to get the ball to do what he should have done faster, right? I would have been really fired up. Uh, you would have seen some aggressive tweets fired out. Uh, and aggressive like tweets. In case you don't know, if you follow Jack and you are best friends with him like I am, I get the pleasure of seeing every tweet that he likes. Uh, and, and I'm not even kidding. I know everything Jack does on Twitter. <laughs> but, hey, but, would you be fired up, though? Be honest with me. So so here's the thing. I view this for Chase Claypool as a, as a learning moment, right? Unfortunately, in the beginning, he hasn't learned from it. He chose to take a, a, a different path than I would have taken. But I do believe that some good can come from this because it was a terrible decision, right? He's a young player. What is he like? 23, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's been in the, he's been in the league a couple of years, right? It was a really bad decision. I guess it's definitely unfortunate that in the press conference, he's essentially blaming somebody else instead of taking ownership, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean he doesn't have the opportunity to kind of rectify the situation, right? Have the conversation with his teammates, maybe come out on Twitter and make a statement like, Hey, Steelers nation, like, I'm not even going to say that it was anybody else's fault. It was my fault. I shouldn't have done that because the problem is if this is ultimately the reason why they don't make the playoffs or something like this is because of this loss, like this is going to be one of those plays that defines their season. And you would hate that a play where a person just had no situation awareness and was celebrating during a critical point in the game affects a season like this possibly could, but that's, that's where we're at. Right. So for him, Hey, it's time to own up to his decision and just own it. Steelers Nation will forget about yeah, it, right? Yeah, but, but the thing is, this isn't like the first thing with Chase Claypool. Yeah. He was he was he was uh quoted for saying that he thinks that they should play music at practice because it should be more more of a fun environment. Mike Tomlin shot that down. Said, I'm the coach, you're the player. I'll, oh yeah, I saw that. I'll, I'll, I'll determine what practice is gonna be like. The year the year prior he came out on social media and just talked about how they whoop up on the, on the Browns. And then we all know how that played out in, in the playoffs. I mean, he gave them fuel. I mean, it's just like, look, yeah. All right. Every, every experience in life, you can learn from it, but ultimately like you, you got to do your job better. 
Yeah. Uh, he's played enough football to know what to do, right? Yeah. It will, hey, ultimately, time will tell. Hey, who knows? Maybe right now as we're recording this podcast, he is currently cooking up a tweet to apologize to Steeler Nation. Hey, thing is, look, I think I already, I already have a mind set up on these Steeler uh, wide receivers. I don't like Juju or, or Chase. They, they're dancing on people's logos before the game. I don't like that, man. I do not like that. I'm fired up right now, Josh. I, Let's go. I, Move I, on. I've struck a chord. So, listen, guys, if you ever want to fire Jack up, ask him about the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers. The TikTok boys. Ask me about them. Moving on to our third scoop of the night, Jack. What does a red polo on the golf course tell you? Brother, it tells me that someone's out for blood, and usually that man is Tiger Woods on a Sunday. He's on the hunt, and I, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, so so in case you guys did not know, Tiger Woods is back. There was a video on Twitter of him and his son Charlie preparing for the upcoming tournament, and Jack, how sweet were their swings? Dude, silky smooth, just like mine. <laughs> Just watching Charlie, I'm like, dude, how is he so good at golf? And I'm so atrocious. It's because after... you you learned golf at like 24, and he started playing when he was like one. So <laughs> it's like second nature to him. It was like a foreign, foreign object to you, you know what I mean? I, I would tell you, if you combine our swings, they're pretty good. So let's not discount our swings too much. <laughs> So, yeah. so here's my here's my question for you, Jack. So he's obviously coming back, you know, after a um, uh, bad wreck. Do you think he's going to return to the same golfer that he was before the accident? I don't know, man. It's really hard to say. All I can say is that I think golf's better when Tiger Woods is at that form and is competing. I think people are more interested. And yeah, I I, I really hope to see him return to some form that makes him competitive. I don't know if it's possible. Um, obviously he's been through a lot of different types of injuries, knees, yeah. back. He had certain life scandals and things of that nature. And now he's dealing with, uh, you know, um, the leg injury from the, from the car crash, the unfortunate car crash. I just hope that, um, I hope that he's able to, to get back and, and play some good golf. I hope he picks and chooses the tournaments he plays in. He, he came out and said, he's no longer a full-time golfer. I'm, I'm happy that he knows that his body probably can't, uh, withstand that and he kind of needs to be smart about what he you know what tournaments he plays in and how how much he pushes himself but i think if anybody can do it man it's going to be one of the greats right the goat um so i, I would love to see it man I, I really hope so um I, I think obviously any masters is better when tiger is you know in the in the final four uh and he gets hot it's, it's wow. awesome to watch 100%. And in his last uh, results when he was playing was, was in 2020, and he had two top 10 finishes. So I think, I think, yeah, definitely think he has the ability to play uh, up to a level of where he's at in his career right now. But 100%, all we need from Tiger each year is the Masters. Right. Just That's put, all I care about. Pl- play one tournament a year. You can agree how electric it was to watch him win that Masters. I mean, that was amazing. It was just great for golf. It was just great for people watching. It was just such an achievement, you know? Yeah, I can remember it. Like, it was yesterday. I literally, it, 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 like, I don't know why, but it kind of, for me, you remember, you, you like, as a, a person my age, you remember Tiger being the best, and then you remember the fall of Tiger, and then you remember him getting back up and kind of re. re you know, regaining some of that greatness. So it was yeah. really cool. To, it was really cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So 
either way, we're excited that he is back. Can't wait to see what he does uh, this upcoming season. And now, Jack, do you know what time it is? Rather, I think we're back. Are we back? Dude, hey, what's your dog's name again? Scout, brother. And I think my dog's name is Manning. And the reason I ask is because I saw a poster that said, Wanted Scout and Manning for barking too loud last week. Because our dogs were out, brother. Oh, they were. And they were barking. Hey, man, 2-0. 2-0, baby. That brings our record to 13-11 on the year. Jack, we have turned the tide. Do you want to run it back with the undefeated weekend? Brother, let's run it back. Let's you know, do we, it, baby. We were on a heater, then we went on a stinker. <laughs> I said we go back on a heater. Let's keep the heater going, baby. Give me your dog of the week. All right, dog of the week. I got the Buffalo Bills upsetting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got Buffalo traveling down to Tampa Bay and smashing some tables, man. I think uh, Josh Allen's going to bounce back from his bad performance on Monday Night Football. Obviously, that was really difficult weather to play in. Um, and uh, just I expect him to come out and do what Josh Allen does, man. Throw the ball down the field, make big plays, get it to Diggs, and, and uh, yeah, smash some tables. I, I love got, it. I got the Bills, man, winning by, let's say, four. Okay. I like it. I like it. That's going to be an interesting stat line to win by four. Let's do it, baby. All right. You ready for my dog? Yeah. Lay it on. All right. I got, hey, hey, do I like to go back to the well? You do. I do. I got my boy Joey B in the Bengals over the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the 49ers are a two-point favorite. I don't know why, because Joey B is about to shred. T. Higgins has been absolutely going off every weekend. I, I look forward to continue against the 49ers this weekend. I had the Bengals by 13. Let's go, baby. Take it to the bank. It was by 13. All right. All right. Nice, man. So you don't yeah. got just you don't just got the Bengals winning. You got them whooping. Up on the Niners. The Bengals are they arguably one of the hottest offenses in the NFL right now. Until they got caught by my dog of the week last week. Chargers, baby. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Hey, it's going to be fun, though. It is going to be an awesome weekend of football. For sure, for sure. Jack, we've made it to the end of the pint. Last scoop. Best scoop. Mystery scoop. Lay it on me, boy. Hey, man, are you? I, I did the mystery scoop last week. I'm doing it again this week. Are you excited? Last week, I stumped you a little bit. This week, I kind of got a softball for you, brother. It's going to be a fun one. You're going to have to think on your toes a little bit, but I'm interested, I'm interested to hear your answer. Hey, man. Knowing you, you're coming out of left field trying to make me look silly. So I'll be ready. <laughs> no, this is, a, this, this is a layup, man. We are in the season of eating, right? We're in the season of great food. Um, so I wanted to ask you a question involving food are you ready my favorite topic food let's get it all right if you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life what would they be only eat three foods for the rest of my life are these meals that i'm making or just foods in general just foods in general give me three three foods uh rest of your life they're on your menu that's all you can eat give them to me and it doesn't and don't take into account like health and stuff like that obviously yeah obviously not come on now (laughs) <laughs> I don't even do that today. So what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, did you eat some candy today? Uh, yeah, Brittany picked me up a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I requested it, so let me not throw a hundred of the bus. <laughs> hey, not not to get you not to get you sidetracked sidetracked off the question. What was your candy bar choice? Uh, it's actually um, 
candy bar of choice. Ooh, probably no, the one the, the one you got today. Oh, I got a, a milk bar. You've ever had it? I think I've heard, yeah, I feel like I've had one. Bro, they're fire. Uh so yeah, I've been kinda on that. It's like a Friday treat. <laughs> and a Wednesday treat <laughs> and probably a Monday too. Oh man, that's funny. Anyways, food of choice. Um pizza obviously is gonna be up there. It's gonna be one of the things that I'm smashing. I gotta have steak, probably sirloin a steak. Um I, I just lo- love red meat. And then last thing that I can't go without pizza, steak, and let's say probably uh, probably a cheeseburger, man. I like hamburgers. Do you got to have the cheeseburger? Yeah, I got to have the cheeseburger. So steak, I'll eat steak majority of the time. Like That would be my, that's honestly my diet today. A lot of red meat. And then cheeseburger and pizza. Okay. Can't have, think... pizza. Can't have pizza too often, though. Too much dairy. Yeah, but you can't take... Oh, you just don't like that. You just can't eat that much dairy? Because you can't take health into it. Who cares, you know? Yeah, I'm not worried about health. I'm worried about my stomach. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I can eat pizza daily. Love You can eat it, pizza. but could you do it, like, honestly, today? Could you do it daily? I don't Who know. Are you, like, Papa John, the dude that eats, like, 85 pizzas and, like, three weeks i don't know man I, I think it'd be a struggle to eat any food every day honestly but i honestly eat the same lunch every day yeah yeah no i know i, I saw you i saw you heat it up the other day at work <laughs> oh is that funny what time yeah. is it i think seven o'clock at night <laughs> <laughs> and i think you, you literally were saying i'm eating my lunch right now and you were th- aggressively throwing it around the kitchen at your work which is really funny because no one's in the office so i mean you're just like just being oh, aggressive by yourself <laughs> So, wait, wait, wait. Yours were pizza? What else, man? Okay, so I got pizza. I got you know, a nice, juicy hamburger. And then I have some ice cream, bro. Can't forget the ice cream, man. So, you, That's... Want, with the, you want with the dessert. Gotcha. Oh, God, you got to have the dessert, brother. I, I think I think I could legitimately eat candy or, like, ice cream and stuff like that every day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can too. Especially around the holidays, it really reminds me how much I like candy and ice cream and stuff. Like... That's something that I could definitely, if obviously I don't because I look terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely smash it. Like I could go inside right now and eat some ice cream if there was some. There is. Some. So, so if there if there was a second milk bar, um, first off, ask me if there's some Krispy Kreme donuts in my kitchen right now. Yeah, see, that's dangerous, though, man. I already had two tonight, brother. I had a I had a traditional one and I had a chocolate glazed. I gotta have uh, Brittany tell you the story of why she calls me Muffin Boy. We bought some muffins one time, and I woke up at like three in the morning, and went downstairs and ate one. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that makes that's definitely an interesting story. Hey man, Let's, muffin boy, man, I was hungry. Just went and smashed the muffin, dude. Yeah, it was good too. Hey, was it as good as that? Uh, the 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 slosh that you ate here in Houston for one of the three putt championships. I don't remember that from the food truck. What was it? They, remember he grinded it up for you? Oh, God, no. Dear God, no. Thing, it went, oh, my God, no. You're talking about when I had to have surgery. No. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah, big, hey, big shout out to Jack. He literally had surgery and still made it to the three-putt championship. I literally had surgery and was in travel like 24 hours later. 
on a on a liquid diet, bro. Yeah, absolutely insane. Gutted it out and made it, and we had an absolute blast. Yep, indeed we did. Even awesome. though I was eating, I was going up to food trucks asking them to process the food and like chop it up into little pieces. Literally, what you were doing, and then we found we found a food truck that did it, and it was not the greatest for Jack. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a great pipe, man. A lot of fun tonight, for sure, dude. Yeah, and uh, mystery scoop, you know, food, you know, might just go inside and pop a top onto my stream. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, it might just it, it, we we might just have to do it. Hey, anything you want to add before we close out the pint? Um, yeah, so. Uh, Marius Thomas passed away, man. So, so obviously tragic news. Don't want to end on a on uh, on a sad subject, but I think it's a reminder of how short life is. I mean, he was thirty three years old, same age as myself. Important to like enjoy life, enjoy your friends. You know, reach out to people and tell them how much they mean to you. So, that's yeah. all I agree, brother. Yep, absolutely. Prayers up to to his entire family. Um, it's definitely a, definitely a tough situation. So, yeah, I, I, Jack, I love you, brother. I love you, too, though. <laughs> hey, guys, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. Thanks again for the reviews that we're giving us, the listens. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you. You guys are absolute rock stars. And don't forget the most important thing. This is the pod for the people. See you guys next week.